Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Today, we're talking about a rare but incredibly deadly natural phenomenon, exploding lakes, aka limnic eruptions. A limnic eruption is what happens when deadly gases like carbon dioxide explode out of volcanic lakes. Sometimes the carnage unfolds on multiple fronts. Just as lethal clouds suffocate humans and animals, the abrupt displacement of water is liable to create tsunamis. That exact combination of events killed more than 1,700 people one grim summer day in 1986 in the West African country of Cameroon. And now scientists wonder if an even bigger limnic eruption is in the making. But how does such an explosion happen? Let's start with water pressure. Water pressure increases with depth. That's why scuba divers can't venture too far below the surface without the right equipment. The force that's exerted upon a submerged object by the weight of all of the liquid above it is called hydrostatic pressure. Normally, this pressure intensifies by 14.5 pounds per square inch, or 100 kilopascals, or one bar, for every 10 meters of water depth. That's about 33 feet. But the key to limnic eruptions lies in temperature. Gases dissolve more easily in cold, high-pressure water. Limnic eruptions can only occur in deep bodies of water with a lot of hydrostatic pressure at the bottom. There must also be a significant difference in both the pressure and temperature between the surface water and the lower depths, with the lower depths being much chillier. Stratification will act like a barrier, keeping that dissolved gas confined to the lake bottom where it can't depressurize and escape out into the atmosphere. Because it's trapped, the dissolved gas accumulates in massive and potentially deadly quantities. Explosions are impossible in lakes whose lower and upper water levels intermingle on the regular. For buildup to occur, the water also needs a continuous supply of some highly soluble gas like carbon dioxide or methane. And that's where volcanism comes in. At localities with active volcanoes, buried magma is liable to send methane, CO2, and other gases seeping up through thin sections of Earth's crust. If a lake is overhead, the gas may pass right into the water, traveling by volcanic vents and other routes. That brings us back to Cameroon and to its lakes, Neos and Monaun. Both are located in a volcanic field, and both lake bottoms are oversaturated with carbon dioxide, which underlying magma sends their way. On August 15th of 1984, some of the deep water in Monaun that had been loaded up with the dissolved gas ascended to the surface. No one knows why this happened. It's possible that heavy rainfall and an earthquake or a landslide displaced some of the lake bottom water. Regardless, as the water rose, the dissolved carbon dioxide lurking inside it became depressurized and formed bubbles. Those bubbles drove even more of the water up to the top of the lake, resulting in a massive, foul-smelling cloud of carbon dioxide gas. Under the wrong set of circumstances, this gas is extremely dangerous to people. Large quantities of CO2 cling to the ground and displace oxygen, which can lead to death by suffocation. The eruption killed at least 37 people. And two years later, on August 21st, 1986, Lake Neos experienced a limnic eruption of its own. Once again, there was a sudden, mysterious upheaval of carbon dioxide-laden water from its frigid, high-pressure depths. But this time, the body count was much higher— Carbon dioxide from the Lake Neos disaster killed approximately 1,746 people and more than 3,500 domestic animals. Somewhere from 300,000 to 1.6 million metric tons of CO2 gas burst out of the water with enough force to set off a 20-meter tsunami that's about 66 feet tall. That was the last recorded limnic eruption. If you're worried about a killer limnic eruption coming to a lake near you, 
University of Michigan geoscience professor Yuxiu Zhang says you probably shouldn't be. Lake Neos and Lake Monon are located just above the equator, where it tends to be warm all year round, and there's just no way for a limnic eruption to happen in a temperate body of water. In places where seasonal temperatures vary widely, like in the Great Lakes, lake surfaces often cool down, causing the water at that level to sink and swap places with the layers of water beneath it. Any gases dissolved in there don't stay trapped. They're released as they depressurize nearer to the surface. No gas accumulation, no eruptions. However, Zhang and many of his colleagues have taken a healthy interest in Lake Kivu, an up-and-coming vacation destination on the border of Rwanda and the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Why? Because it seems to have all the necessary criteria for a truly colossal limnic eruption. The lake contains about 10.5 billion cubic feet of carbon dioxide, that's about 300 billion cubic meters, and 2 billion cubic feet of methane, about 60 billion cubic meters, all lurking near the bottom. Were those gases to explode from the lake's surface, the 2 million people who live around Kivu might find themselves in jeopardy. One possible solution, though, harvest those very gases as a possible energy source by an extraction barge. Kivuwat is a one-of-a-kind $200 million facility that uses an offshore barge to draw up water from the lake. It then siphons off the methane and sends it to a power plant generating electricity for the area. When life gives you lemons, turn it into electricity? Today's episode was written by Mark Mancini and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other powerful topics lurking in the depths, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. Listener.